0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, Son, Son and of the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Um, we're going to mix it up and do that prayer that um, Vince does before the men's groups. I think something like, um, uh, Dear Holy Spirit, uh, or no, Dear Lord, we ask the Holy Spirit to be with us in this room today, and that He inspire all that we say, hear, and take into our hearts. Amen. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: This is Matthew's Gospel, and it's chapter 21, verses 28 to 32, the parable of the two sons. What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. He said in reply, I will not. But afterwards, he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him, but tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The Gospel of the Lord. So I wanted
2: to
0: let everyone know that I was telling Mark this yesterday that. When I saw that this was the gospel reading, I remembered that like for each episode of the podcast I pick out artwork that is associated with the gospel. And I remembered I picked out artwork for this before. So then I looked back and uh we this the, this the second episode of Jesus and the Guys was this uh, reading and so we've reached the three year cycle. We that was an episode from twenty twenty and now it's twenty twenty three and, and we're all you know, and so we may be now repeating things <coughs> for a cool. few weeks. Also, uh, when I I I listened to that episode, uh, to see what we said about it, and it was it was me, Mark, and and John, and uh, and I, after listening to it, I was like I I liked how it was real free flowing, and uh, so I'm I've decided I'm not reading from these um, commentaries anymore. Like I'll read from them myself privately beforehand, but I'm not going to be <laughs> reading from them during the podcast. Really? Yeah. I liked it, listening to that episode. It was real it was real free flowing. So just what's in your brain. Okay, sure. Yeah. Wow. That's significant. <laughs> yeah.
1: I um I like the first uh question, the beginning of that passage. It says, What is your opinion? <clears throat> I have over a hundred quotes which I've typed up over the years on just eight and a half by eleven papers, laminate them, and I have the kids in their seats where they face them and one of them says yeah, there's about 110 of them. Um, opinions are neither right nor wrong. They just are. And I really like that one because it helps me with, I think, dealing with others. Because a lot of people like to give their opinions, not based upon fact. And um, I'm like, okay, that's your opinion, but now let's look at the facts. Uh, we can talk about that. Uh, that has also helped me, I think, about... <coughs> I think a lot of church things that I try to do and have done and will try to do is, um, not that I'm trying to convince people, but I try to present the facts about different things in terms of why different things work, not really give my opinion about it, and hopefully that'll help people with understanding that, yeah, this does work, and maybe
2: I should try this. Um, That's all. I don't know. I think this gospel message gets very twisted to me applied to modern day stuff. Because, yeah, You run into this all the time where there's brothers and sisters, they get married, they have responsibilities to a wife, to a husband, to the kids or whatever and yet that patriarchal father wants things done. So sometimes if the siblings have the time, they will help. At other times, they have other responsibilities and then they try to help them in other ways. But yet, that Patriarchal father gets kind, he can't understand why it, it was a, it was a hereditary thing. They did it for their parents to grant. It was passed down, and you're expected to to do you know what they tell you to do. But yet, you know there's there, there's responsibility. So so how do you how do you balance that? That's the whole question.
0: I, I think uh, a couple things. Um, uh, you know, I think Jesus told this parable, and then at the end of it, he kind of you know relates it to John the Baptist, and and saying that, you know that um, so like the father in the parable is like God, and then the two sons, you know the, the son who says he'll do what the father asks, then doesn't, you know, or the Pharisees, the Pharisees uh you know like outwardly are obeying the laws and stuff but then inwardly they're you know uh think that they're better than everyone else and, they, and that they don't need to repent uh whereas and so the father wants everyone to repent and turn back to him and and the pharisees are like yeah i'll do that but then like see like they only do it in like outwardly and they don't do it like in in truth and and, and, and then the Prostitutes and tax collectors are like the son who says, "I'm not going to do that," but then they actually do because they don't follow like God's law. You know, they're prostitutes and tax collectors, but but inwardly, you know, they want to change and they know that they need God's help for it, and they and so they go to John the Baptist for repentance, and so like they they're actually doing what God yeah. wants because they're repenting, and uh, and and so that's I think that's what the I think that's why Jesus w- was was trying to get with with that parable, uh, the difference between um, you know like, uh, you know Tom was talking about um, uh, facts and opinions. So like the fact is the facts in this case, are you know the heart of people, like their true hearts, and really. Only God knows that, and so like God knows the facts. You know, He knows the truth. He He, you know, he is the truth and stuff. And so, <laughs> so He uh, so, and and that's what He cares. about, He cares about the truth. He cares about you being honest and true and stuff. And and um, and the opinions or like that that outward expression of this like phony stuff. And, and so it's like, yeah, you can, you can, you know, say that you follow the law and like do things to make it outwardly appear like you do, but do you really, and do you like have in your heart and stuff? Yeah, I'll try
1: to remember these, but three things. Um, number one, let's say you have a long list of things to do on a given day, And one of them is you have to go do groceries because we need to eat, right? But uh, you have this set schedule and you see that this person over here, um, let's say an elderly person is having a tough time with like groceries, like just, just putting them in the trunk, let's just say. Mm-hmm. And so you're in that situation, um, what does your head say sometimes? I got the schedule, I'm in a rush, I gotta get going, gotta get my groceries, One the next thing. What does your heart say? Forget about your head, what does your heart say? It goes back to what Keith just said. Your heart says, um, I should help <clears> this person because <throat> that's what God wants me to do. Um, one thing I've learned of all the message series I've listened to at that church in Maryland is you have to connect your heart with what's going on in your head. Um, Sometimes you have to react in life. I mean, I get it, you know, you're in a situation, you don't have time, okay, what's my heart thinking? You just have to react, and it's what you do, but that's one thing. Second thing, is Mark? Um, when I teach, I ask questions where I know certain kids know the answer. So I'm gonna—I know you know the answer to this next question. Okay, I know you know the answer to this question. But I'll ask you the question anyway. Um, in terms of, like that example I just gave, in terms of the um, the woman or man, whoever it is, the elderly person. So. Yes or no, should Should I stop to help that person? Should I stop? Is that what God wants you to do, or is that something He doesn't want you to do?
2: Well, yeah, you, you
1: yeah. can help, you can help. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So, so come, you, you, Like getting back <laughs> to the stuff you said earlier about, I'm not sure what the specific things are with what you mentioned earlier, but God wants us to do His will. Um, and I think you mentioned something about balancing items. Uh, it's one thing I focus on in my writings, and that is, I think every person, of course, okay, this is maybe my opinion a little bit, <laughs> I think every person should figure out what is most important to him or her in his or her life. Uh, for example, me, it's my family, my faith, <laughs> self, and my career. Those are the four most important things to me. What is it again? Family. Family. Faith, oh, and okay. self, and yeah. career. Yeah. I figured this out about a half dozen years ago when you and I went to Dunkin' Donuts now when you were in that place, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And
3: and, that's your right, opinion.
1: that I feel that people should figure out what's most important <laughs> to them. And then those four things are what are most important yeah. to me. And I try <clears> to, on a daily basis, balance those as best as I can. So, for example, family does include my dad, my brothers and sisters, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, it's great to focus on your faith and yourself and whatever that might be on a given day. But if for a long period of time, I don't focus on maybe my family, then what happens? Like some negative stuff might happen in terms of what could have been done if I actually helped them. So to me, it's like 12, 6... Three and nine I have the in my head I have those four things on my little clock, and I have to try to balance those. I try to as best as I can and if I don't if I spent like for example, let's say tomorrow, all right I'm helping to run the bakery basket. Let's assume I chose not to help out. All right Tom sleeps in late, which never happens, but I sleep in late um, and then I don't see the family they went off to work or doing whatever. Um, I go to the gym for about three hours. I go out to eat by myself, and then by the time the day's over, I need to see my family, didn't focus on my fate. So what happens if I focus too much on self? Like some negative things might happen to the other th- things that are important to me. So that's just the way I do it. It works for me. It might not work for everybody, but it works for me in terms of what's most important to me and how I can balance those things on a daily basis. Yes, sir?
2: Let's get. Can, can I get that to the nitty gritty of this? Of course you can. That's why we're here. Because this, this is this is very important. Because this this message spills over to the prodigal son. Remember the prodigal. Remember. had yeah, it, it was a similar thing where, you know, the the, the brother got like would because he was working and very loyal to the father, and the other son went out squandered, and then he came back and and, and he was welcomed back. So it's the idea. That people, you know, they could be very faithful and stuff, but they're viewed as weak links in the family. And this is this is difficult because a lot of times they'll need more help. And and they're very faithful, you know, they do this, and then you have the achiever train where the sibling is very efficient, makes a lot of money, he has all this stuff, but yet he he, he cannot do everything that the father wants because he is such at a high level of achievement so how do you then um, uh, realize because you have a responsibility to those weaker links in your family to try to help them and they need more help than the achieving siblings
1: okay. like is there some is there do you want to be more specific or um... uh,
0: in, in any family in,
2: in any situation?
0: Well, uh, I mean, I I don't, uh, um, in terms of the prodigal son parable, um, like I would view it like this: like uh, um, the, yeah, I, are you saying the high achieving son is like the one who never left the father, and and oh, yeah, yeah,
2: big, and he and he really the high achieving people they don't really need. The
0: help of the family and stuff. Well, that's the, here's the thing: is they actually do, and, and 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 they they do receive the help from the family and stuff. They just may take it for granted. Exactly. Uh, there you uh, go. That, uh, that, that's uh, um, yeah. It's, ta- it's taken for granted
2: because they they feel like okay, that's very clear. Yeah, they really do, but it's taken for granted. But then you have the struggling siblings that they're doing everything they can, but yet they struggle in other aspects. Of their life, and they really need a lot of support and love and care. So the father sees that, and, and the father tries to adjust for that.
0: Yeah, I mean, you can like, you know, if they think of that, like, everyone being our brothers and sisters, then it's like, yeah, there are people, and you walk around the street, you see, you know, there, there's people driving Lexuses and and then there's yeah. people, you know, not, you know, just, you know, riding a bike or something. Yeah, they're on their right. bicycle or walking. And, and, and so, like, why why are some people have that worldly, like, success, or, like, I think of it as, as uh, like, you know, why do some people have really heavy crosses and other people don't? And uh, and so, like, in that example, the, uh, the one son doesn't really have much of a cross to bear and the other one has a very heavy cross to bear, and you're like, why is that? And that's, you know, one of those questions that, you know, uh, I feel like, that's a mystery it's like the the problem of good and evil, like why does evil exist yeah. and um and i in part of me feels like you are looking at things from the worldly perspective. I don't think that the father in that situation looks at the 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 you know the the son with the light cross as <coughs> as um as any better than the other one, and you know i i and or that the one with the light cross is like is like Better because their crosses lighter. I don't think that's true at all. And so it's like uh, I, I just think that the kind of the, maybe the premise you're coming from is, is is isn't isn't correct. But um, but as the, as that question of why do some people have really heavy crosses, I I think of the problem of evil, and I have something written on my door in in the room there that gives like you know a couple explanations of why evil exists and why and and you know. You know, one of them is just a mystery. You know, it's like, you know we'll have to wait to you know it's like you know God's ways are not our ways. And another thing that I think about is that one of the reasons why we're in this fallen state is uh, because we didn't love, we didn't love perfectly. You know, love God and then love our neighbor, and because we didn't do that, we're in this place where we have to learn to do that. And and uh, yeah. and and one of the reasons why some people have heavy cross and others don't is to facilitate that learning to love one another so that you know uh, someone who can help the other person will help the other person out of love and and you know if I, uh, uh, and there there's something related to that that I think is 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 part of it another thing is um uh you know uh humility um you know the, the some people i think there's a part in the gospel where you know um so like that that disproportionality of stuff is like you the the, the hum the the humble will be exalted and the exalted will be So it's like there's there's something about I don't know there's something about that uh, also I don't know there there's there I mean it is it's an interesting thing to meditate on. Yes,
2: yeah, and that's that's why I asked the questions just to get.
3: Think of the other uh, gospel where Jesus said that uh, talks about two types of people, right? The people that that didn't know him and then came to him, came to understand him and worshipped him, right? And then he talks about the people who knew him and worshipped him and then denied him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's almost the same kind of thing. And what did he say about the ones that knew him and worshipped him and then denied him? They're gonna He's, have a bigger punishment. Or... Oh, they're gonna be they're gonna they're gonna be toast, right? He says that's worse, right? So it's the same kind of thing, you know. It's, he does this kind of double double corollary at you know at different points in there. So I kind of think of it in that same in that same line, you know. Um I always. Uh, I know, talking about career, but it's funny, I didn't know the gospel. But I said to you, I said, I said, I told my boss I'm not going to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Because, it, you know, it just didn't mix it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, I worked with people, right, who would ha- have said, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, that's great. Good. And then not do it. They just wouldn't do it, right? Because they don't want to have the confrontation. They don't want to have the to say, no, it's not right to, for me to be asked to do this, right? You got to figure it out. It's it's not right, you know. Whereas they would just say, "Yeah, oh yeah, oh no, I'll do it." And then, and then they just walk away. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so it's like it is. I can tell you, I can't even count hundreds of thousands of times that that, that, that has happened in the workplace. You know? So uh, me, I'll just say right out the bat, You know, that's not right. Here. It's, you can't do it. You know. So I'm thinking. You know. God rather have that approach.
0: You know?
3: Yeah. It's almost like the first one is a lie, right? Yeah. You say don't lie. Don't say you gotta do something and not do it, right? Yeah,
0: and even even if you do if you even reverse that, it's your actions are more important than your words. Because because if you lie the other way, Yeah, seven. no, no, that's right. Yeah,
3: actions speak louder than words. That's mm-hmm. exactly um uh, that's probably where that phrase came from. Is that one of your hundred?
2: What's
1: that? Hundred
3: quotes now. you go, you got 101 now.
1: Yeah, I'm just thinking in real life, if if you're the person who asks somebody else, family member or friend, to do something, and the person says yes, they end up not doing it, versus the person who says no and then does it, like, how do you feel in each situation? I think you feel better in the one where the person said no than does it, I would think.
3: Yeah. Well, it depends how much those depend on how much time lapses or whatever, because you won't have to spin your wheels trying to get it done another way, and then oh, you did it! And you, well, I didn't know you were going to do it. You know, it's yeah, almost you know. like it's almost like a control thing too that that person might have. You know, yeah, you
2: have to be very want, careful. how you know, they mean, don't want to, have, you know, put pressure on
3: people to do
1: things. There's millions of examples. I mean, just if you're a parent, you you, you say something to your kid about attending yeah. a church service or mass. Would you be better off? You personally, as a parent, if your kid said no, then went Versus said yes, then didn't? There's millions
2: of examples we can talk about. Yeah, that's only yeah. one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah but you, you, you wield a lot of power <clears throat> as a parent, and you try your best to you know set the good examples. That it, it's true. You, 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 incur, <laughs> you, you encourage them to do the right thing, and sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. You got it. And that's the, <laughs> the harsh realities of life, so... Quite frankly, I, I don't, I don't, think yeah. that, that, that people should be punished if they just don't have their wherewithal. A lot of times, or they, they don't have the bandwidth to do things that, that you think that should be done. I
3: I hear what you say, but that's not what we're talking about. That that's the we're talking about somebody changing their mind, right? It's not a capacity issue. Well, I don't
0: I think, think
3: I that think, we're. Right. Talk, I don't think in either of the question in the beginning of this. Well, I the think first one or the second one, it didn't say. Can the person do it or not well you, you know i would I would and say then,
0: that what is related to that is the uh the only God knows like the heart of people in, in, in things because uh, I think what Mark was saying was oh, yeah. that um uh like you know in in some of the cases where I think he's thinking of like maybe things that he he did, couldn't do and didn't do and but it wasn't like a willful. Act of not doing it was because he, he didn't have the ability or grace to do it. or something yeah, I like understand
3: that, that yeah. but he wouldn't have said yes. Yeah, Th- that's what I'm saying to okay. you. Okay, he wouldn't have contradicted himself. He would have. He would have said right. If his, if the if his brother had c- called him up today and said, you know, hey, can you uh, can you walk to Pennsylvania or uh, walk to Pittsburgh for me?
0: <laughs> he's uh, not. He's not going to say. Yes. Well, he might. He might. And then, and, never then not, and then, not. do it. Yeah. He, or I, I he's could, not going to say no actually, and then do it because I, I could actually imagine Mark it. saying yes to that because you know he'd be like, oh, I want to, I want to, like you know, out of, out of, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, excitement and wanting to do it, but then later realizing that he couldn't. Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. you, you, you just have so
2: much capacity. So you want to try, you want to do it, baby. I don't think you would say yes. So, I don't yeah, but it. the realities are, why are you even asking me? Because you know I don't have the capacity to do that. So why even bring it up? Well, that's, that's a good a good point, right. So, so there's, there's, a, there's, your there's that, angle. There
1: could yeah, be that angle. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Sit <laughs> your butt in a wheelchair, you can do it. Yeah. You could You could if you wanted to. Because um, the example in my head... I think he's still around. There's a father where he has a son. You might have seen it online or wherever. I think you can find it. the example at, at values.com. I see billboards like that. So I think it's called values.com. And his son um, has some condition where he just, um, he's physically and mentally um, disabled. And so his father has pushed him through, I forget, 50, 60, 70-some full marathons. Do You guys know that example or no? That's the Uh, example going through my head when you guys are talking about Mark going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Okay, so... yeah. Oh, it's unreal. In terms of determination, um, the fact that, okay, my son can't do this, but I'm going to do this for him. Um, I'll I'll find it online. Maybe I can, if I remember, I'll send it to you guys. It's just an amazing example of uh, a parent's dedication to, to his son. I don't know where the mother is. I don't know anything else about the family, but I've watched them on YouTube a few times. I'm like... If this guy can do this, why can't I do it? You know what I mean? It's one yeah. of those where it motivates yeah, that's,
2: you. That's, that's, that's
1: true. It motivates yeah. you. Yeah. That's, true. That, that's what went through my head about, no, Mark can do it if he wanted to. You could, you could. Now, some things in life we can't do. I mean, it's called reality. You know what I mean? I can't fly. Like, physically. Unless I'm in a plane, helicopter. But, but some things, I mean, you, you understand what, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but there are some things, if, if you really set your mind to it, you can. Yeah. Here, it's, One it's, example. I'll, I'll give, give myself as an example. I tell this to my students a lot. When I was in high school and college, I could not stand English, reading and writing. I couldn't stand it, guys. I mean, I was terrible at it. Uh, mainly because, you're, you guys know, uh, in a formal educational setting, you're given something to read, and you're forced to read it, and you're going to have a test on it, and you don't like what you're reading, but you have to do it anyway. And then fast forward 30-some years, I have a passion for reading and writing. Like, when I was in high school and college, the thought never crossed my mind. I would do any type of journal writing or putting something together in terms of argument. I did I knew what that was. And now I have, a, you know, I have a passion for it. Like, every day, I work on writing and reading every day. Whether it's faith-based or... It's mainly faith-based, but sometimes the stuff I work on is not. And... I'm hoping it comes to fruition. Um, right and now, that's a good condition, it's, it, it's looking like early next year. In terms, I mean, Tom's writing a book. What are you talking about? Um, it, it's an incredible. Now, you guys don't know my story in terms of what I went through when I was young. You, you'll learn about it once this thing is in print. You'll learn about it. Only Barb knows about it. My mom has passed away. My dad probably forgets, and I have it in an envelope to this day. I keep it right by my side when I'm. Most of the time when I'm uh, working on my manuscript, but well, you, you'll you'll learn about me. Yeah, is um,
0: that a faith related thing or just?
1: It's um, I had I had a tough time with education. Mm-hmm. Um, and ironically, you're in that field. If if I was a kid today, I'd have an IEP.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know how long it would be, <laughs> but I would. And you know, I what? A what? Individual Education Plan. Oh, I didn't know. it. Yeah, it's a legal document. You have to follow as a teacher with kids in your class. I yeah. have IEP. It's been around, I'm guessing, 70s, 80s. I don't know how long it's been around, but there are legal documents that are... Some are just, like, so long. It might my opinion, ridiculous. Some of them are so long. But I would have had one. Um, but I'll tell you guys more about it down the road once this thing comes out. <laughs> yeah, I just had a tough time with education. I don't now, but... Because of things I developed on my own. But my mom was a key person in getting me started with getting help in terms of why is this kid not learning? It wasn't because they didn't want to. That never came into the picture. Never. Like when I was at St. Joe's Prep for two years and I transferred to Penn Charter, stayed back my sophomore year. They would not let, I'll give you one, they would not let me in. And I knew, we knew the people, we were friends because the JV basketball coach coached me when I was seven, eight, nine, ten years old, picked me up every Saturday, went to the gym, we practiced. So people knew me there, but they would not let me in unless I spent that entire summer with an English teacher, who I know to this day, Jack Rogers. He's still there. He knows my story because I had to be with him every day in the entire summer just to get into Penn Charter. I didn't pass their test. I didn't. I didn't. And we had no money, so it wasn't our money they were after. That's only part of the story, guys. That's You'll learn about it more down the road. Yeah, I'll read the book. Yeah. Okay, there's, cool. Yeah, but there's, there's <laughs> an
2: example of accomplishing something, being a, I don't want to say a weaker link, but, it, you know, not having that money or, or whatever, and, and, and still you're looked favorably upon and it works out. Like it has worked out for you guys.
1: Well, some things work out, but some things don't work out for us. Mm-hmm. they just the way, that's life. It's not everything. If everything worked out, I mean, that'd be pretty cool in a way, but in a way, not really because, you know, the ups and downs help you in life. Like those lows, they help you in life. The crosses he talked about, they help you in life.
3: Yeah. And you never know anyone else's situation. Exactly. I mean... Exactly. I'm going through a divorce, right? And you know what upsets me, because that's a really big thing. A really big problem that is impactful. You all know that. But he could have a situation where he's got a daughter that doesn't talk to him for whatever reason. Just, But he's got a great marriage, he's got a great <laughs> career, he's got a lot of money. He's got a lot a of good, money? He's got good <laughs> All right, money. I'm passing baskets no, what, later. No, no, no. What, you you're kidding me? No. I'm sorry, once you retire. So, uh, so um, uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? However, the, the, the angst he has with his daughter. Could be ten times more yeah. a crisis to him than good. me going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. I might say, yeah. So it is what it is, right? And I just move on, right? And I can deal with it, yeah. even though that's a totally traumatic societal thing to happen. But he could be a hundred times more depressed and not able to sleep at night because his daughter doesn't talk to him, and you don't even know about it. Exactly. It's, it's very bizarre. It's it's a strange, you know, life is strange. You, you can't ever. Uh, you don't know the truth. Only God knows the mm-hmm.
0: truth. Exactly. And I can't stand when you say that. <laughs> and I've told you that in the past.
2: <laughs> because, because you say it all the time. But it's <laughs> but, true. I, I know it's true. I, I, I know it's yeah. true, but it, <laughs> I, think that,
3: I think it's um uh um you you, sh- you should be in your actions and your, your lifestyles and your your um pen- Penance and everything should be in line with the truth. Yeah. It eventually, I mean, that's really where you want to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When you say you don't know that that person's story, I, I tell you this. I talk about relativism and and um, you know um, uh, situational ethics. I don't like those two things. And you keep telling me, you know, you don't know the person's story, so you can't go there. But but. I'm gonna say the person's story should not be in conflict with what is the real truth.
0: It's funny, you know, because uh, when you were talking earlier about, um, you know, that you know, if someone says they, they'll do something, they should actually do it, <laughs> or and, and so that's like aligning. That, that's what you're talking about. It's like you know, you, you think you're saying it, uh, They should do what they say they're gonna do, or if they or, or they, their their words and actions should align with, with one another. Um, but yeah, unfortunately not, that does, does And I actually almost think
3: that if you say you're not going to do something, you really shouldn't do it. It's almost, it's mm-hmm. almost because you need to be true to, just to, to,
0: I see what you're saying to here. the,
3: to uh, reality, to, you know, yeah. to reality, to yeah. focus. Because, because when you say you're not going to do something, and then you do it, like I said to you in that situation... The person who was expecting you, you know, not to do it. Maybe they've gone and got somebody else to do it, and now you have two people doing the same thing. That's not right either, right? Yeah, because you know, that's in a workplace. That's duplicative effort. That's ridiculous. So, but, but, um, I just, I think that um, certainly in the context of uh, salvation, which, you know, where uh, he's talking about in, in, in reality, like, like Tom said that. That the person who who does it, and they say no, that person is going to be going
0: to be uh, saved. And also, this reminds me. Of, I think you're you a child of the light.
2: <laughs> yes, you are, because
0: it reminds me of that other time in. My favorite uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, when Jesus is uh, tells right. that parable of um, the dishonest steward, <laughs> where it's like the the steward. It, uh, Gets fired, uh, and then he goes to like all the um, right. the people who owes person money, and, he, and he's like, "I'll write you a lower <laughs> bill or something like that," and because and, 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 that's all. Uh... I don't remember this one. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, that's a famous one. Yeah, uh, I recall it. And and, husband, yeah. and, uh, uh, and then Jesus uh, so he got fired, and then he, he goes he, to everybody he gets, after he we got fired. Yeah, he gets fired. I think he he was in charge of like collecting the money mm-hmm. for his. His boss. His boss, and he's then too,
1: he's too proud to beg, and yeah, he's too weak to work in the field. Yeah. so he knows
0: he's going to get fired. So what he does is he goes to all the people who he who owe his boss money, and he says, "How much is that? Do you owe my boss?" And I go, "A hundred dollars." I'll say it's like ninety dollars, and 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 uh, and and so that he ingratiates himself among those people, um, <laughs> and then and then that Jesus that. says something like uh, that the children of this world are more. Prudent, or or something no, 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 no.
2: was it? Right. I forget. We're, but it's like
0: it, 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 then then the <laughs> children of light. So the children of light, you know, would wouldn't. There's no way they would they would like lie or anything like that. So that's what you are. You're like someone who 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 wouldn't lie. But in this in this world, like unfortunately, I feel like, um uh yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. It, it's like in the case of of this of like repenting, it is more prudent for someone who is a sinner and a tax collector to uh to go and, and and repent you know rather than continuing being a sickness uh, you know to, right. a tax
3: collector you know? yeah and that's what I was saying I think he's talking about that,
0: that and also I've heard in that thing. parable of the dishonest steward that uh he was. The reason why he lowered the bill for the other people is because he was he was inflating it beforehand he, he, so that he could collect more. <laughs> so oh, that's really? So, oh, then he, that's so then he just put it back to what it actually was or something like oh, that. Oh, how about that? That's, that's, a, that's an interpretation I've heard.
2: Well, plus he's not cheating his boss. He's lowering his commission. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
3: It sounds like he's cheating his mm. boss by giving the clients a better deal or only having to pay half. But I don't, you, don't know. Is that in there? I mean, is that No, I've heard it explained. I've heard it explained. Well, it. well that's all that's open all the, to interpretation, I guess, the, that, but Well, it's good for um, Jewish business law or whatever, I practice. Yeah. He was getting a commission, so he lowered his commission, basically. It's Jewish? Isn't there something in Jewish law that they can't even charge each other interest or something? Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hmm. It's I've very complex. Um, so, the gospel reading, I'm glad I skipped it? it. I'm glad. I do not like that gospel. My brain can never wrap
0: my... Oh, is that right?
3: I oh, can, okay. I, we came up Thursday at a uh, prayer group. Oh, and you still didn't I, it it? Did, No. Okay. Uh, you know what gets me? You're like
1: talking a dummy here, because I don't get it. Those guys gave the right answer about the sun going out, right?
0: Oh, uh, the yeah, it's the better to do the year. thing. Yeah. yeah.
1: He they gave the right answer, but the way Jesus sort of
2: yells at him is like they're wrong.
3: Yeah, well, Sinners and prostitutes well, this, are going I, to heaven before you guys, and it's like. Well, I, I read
0: though this, and, 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 and that always uh, throws, throws me. Well, here's here's the explanation. Of that is that uh, the reason Jesus told that parable was in the context of the uh, that that the the, the the doing of the father's will in, is lined with. Uh, you know repenting and being baptized by John the Baptist, and the Pharisees didn 't do that you know they and, and so that 's why jesus was was saying that sin, you know sinners and and stuff will enter the kingdom before the Pharisees because the Pharisees, those Pharisees that he was speaking to uh you know they you know said that they loved God, but they didn 't you know believe the, the you know the the John the Baptist, the prophet. Right. But you're right; they did give the right answer. They did give the right. answer. No, it's was, the those way way those it was like Tom teaching here, where he's like, "I know you know the answer to this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you this question." Well, yes, anyway, <laughs> anyway. But he, <laughs> he, he chastised them, or something. He didn't
3: chastise. Did he chastise Jesus? No, it's just the way he's. Oh, um, you just don't like it when what he, he says His answer. It sounded like he was mad at him. Like people are going to heaven before you. See. That's, well, that's always interpreted Taiwan. Not interpreted. He was looking for an, an excuse mm-hmm. to, to sing. him. <laughs> 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 he's, he's like, oh, dang, they got the right answer. Well, two it! <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <You> go. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good no, nah, that's, that's interesting. Did you drive a Super Room? Yeah, Okay. It's yeah, doing that today. I Steve Higgins. I to, what Steve Higgins. Mm-hmm. Is he coming back soon?
2: Yes, he is. Uh, we just yeah. had a rosary last night. We always have a, a get-together right. right. here. Mm-hmm. And then he uh, he gave us the recycling 101. You crush the <laughs> bottle, and then you seal it, and then you throw it away. Ah. So that's yeah, the think- he, he, he's been he trying to teach his kids that, and everywhere he goes, nobody listens, but he, he keeps <laughs> that's it.
0: That's so funny. And Mark did ask him if he was coming back to the podcast, and he said that, yep, he's, he, he, pretty soon that group that he's been helping will, you know, spread its own wings and be able yeah. to fly on its own. And then Is that come right? Back, you know? Yeah, but
2: he, he, gets, he, he, he enjoys coming over here okay. for a change of pace to say the rosary. Yeah, and, that's good. And we say it, Yeah, you know, we have a bit of dinner, we have, you know, conversation. And he blows off some steam, and then he and then he calms back down. You know, venting uh, session. Well, yeah, you know, every, everybody does. Of course. And you, have, or, you, you know, something saying you listen. That's a that's a the tribute to be able to listen, and it's 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 difficult, you know, to, to, to listen, but you do, and because people people want to want to express themselves, so you mm-hmm. you let them express themselves because you don't want them blowing a gasket. And hostage and shooting somebody or just it's plain you're wrecking your health yeah mm-hmm.
0: right. uh, is it all right if we stop the recording now and then we can just talk about whatever or do you guys have anything else to add to this
2: it's very good Keith very good right spot oh, yeah. on very good
0: all right, um, right. Uh, in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit amen, amen.